This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. Hi, this is my fourth podcast. It's Mark Hayward here. Please follow me on Twitter on M underscore J underscore Hayward, H-A-Y-W-A-R-D. Yeah, so I'm I'm wanting to talk today um, about how to achieve your goals. Now, I'm going to split it into two separate pieces. The first one is five steps to achieve your goals or, or to do well. Now, the first one which I think lots of people have talked about, is before you start doing anything, before you start getting into the right uh, behaviours, you have to clearly set your goals. So whether that is at your business, that is uh, starting a business, shaping the business, finding the areas where you can uh, do well in. Um, Now, this is all about finding the goals that you want to achieve. So it could be objectives, it could be vision, Um, All these things are all part of setting out what your goals uh, need to be. Now, what what we've found, and I think would be helpful for everyone, is just to recap that when you're setting your goals and you're creating a vision and objectives for the next six months, they should all be documented. They should all be documented and they should all be um, put somewhere where they can be looked at and reviewed. I would advise on vision once every six months is probably enough. Um, on objectives, maybe every three months, every six months, it depending. And I think you should be looking at them and reassessing what what you've done and how you've achieved what you've achieved and the things that you've not done well and the things that you need to do better on. So um, I think it's always important to write these things down. So even in a year's time, you can then reflect on how much you've achieved in that 12 months. It's also it's really important to do that as well. So because you're, as we know, we're not, we're not comparing ourselves to other people. What we're doing is we're comparing ourselves from 12 months ago. And where you are now is really important uh, if you're doing this over a number of years because you can really see a huge progression um, from month sixth to year one to month 18 to year two, etc. So the next thing is you need to identify the and and don't tolerate the things that are in your way uh, of achieving your goals. So there's obviously there's going to be obstacles, whether that's a competitor or whether it's a um, a colleague. If it's it's in a more corporate career background, um, it might be a, a price point. Whatever it is, you need to find out those things that are stopping you from achieving your goals. So one, the identification piece is quite, is very important because you need to do some analysis to actually understand what these obstacles are. And so that takes a while because you need to reflect on your business and what you want to achieve and and what 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 are those things that are making you not be successful or not be able to scale or not be able to get that promotion. Now these might be people, they might be there's any number of things. But the important point of this bit is after you've identified is don't accept them. You need to be able to feel that you can get round them, you can go through them, you can 
disrupt them, you can remove them. Because we've got to understand that things that are obstacles for you to achieve greatness and whatever you want to achieve are the things you have to remove. You have to move away, move them away. And then when you start thinking about what they are and how you're going to maneuver them around, you then need to accurately diagnose the root cause of those problems. So that's then understanding. So what is the driving force for there being a price problem or there being a uh, potentially not getting promoted or whatever it is? And that's that's the difference between this stage of identifying it is then you're actually understanding the motivation behind the the problem. So if that is a person, uh, then it's understanding that, that root cause the, the, of them potentially stopping you. So is that a more senior person in the business who, for whatever reason, doesn't really appreciate what you're doing? And in a moderation meeting, he or she might be a blocker who might be very vocal and be able to say to uh, your colleagues that he he or she doesn't think you're you're able to really uh, achieve, be the that next level up that you're trying to achieve. So, by when you understand the root cause of the problems, then then you can start maneuvering them better. And then, after you've di- diagnosed the root cause, it's then designing the way to get round those problems. So then it's it's the sort of planning stage. Now, <clears throat> I don't think I think most people don't plan enough. Now, when you're going into a project, how much planning do you do? I would like to do a lot. I would like to understand the requirements. I'd like to understand what the problems are, what the good things, what the bad things, what are the pitfalls, and then plan how you're going to achieve your desired goal um, with those problems in mind. And uh, and I think that sort of planning stage is critically important. And so um, if, if I was to advise anyone, just one piece of information, there's probably quite a few that I'd like to impart on, on people, but planning is a really important thing that I think people don't take enough care and attention about. So when you've diagnosed the problem, you come up with the root cause, you then work out the way to manoeuvre around them, whether that is a colleague that you are, that is blocking you from promotion and you found a way to interact with them. I, something they like to talk about, something they like doing. It's all, it's all manner of whatever the right thing for you at that time is, but it's, it's being able to think about those people or those projects or those, is it that you're on a project that's going down the pan and basically it's going to ruin your chances for promotion because, because uh, the project isn't best suited to you or the project doesn't have the right investment and you're doomed to failure. Um, there could be any number of, of them. And so that might be that you need to remove yourself from the project. It might mean you need to get more people on the project to assist you on perhaps with the area that you're, you're weaker on. Now you can try and learn how to be to, to improve that bit, but sometimes it's better and faster to bring someone in that that, that can do that. So, um, so yeah, so the design stage is critically important. And then the last stage of these five steps is: Do we need to do to push these plans to completion? So, 
it's all well and good discussing them, reviewing them, reflecting, planning. But if you don't actually go out there and do it, it's a, been a complete waste of time. So I think it's, it's critically important to do. You need to do stuff. You need to do what your next objective is. You need to do to complete your vision. You need to do to get that promotion, to turn up earlier, to work later, to be there when the discussions are being made, to go and have the drinks, to go in and, 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 and meet your mentor that is able to help you in these situations. You just need to do a lot more. Because there's so many people in this world who are just talk shops, who are all well and good on the great things that they'd love to do and what, what they'd like to do. And they, I meet them all the time and they're like, well, I've got these great ideas, but I haven't done any of them because, oh, I don't know, it's, it's tricky, blah, 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 blah. Well, you haven't had that idea then. You haven't because you're not doing it. You, you might have had the thought process around it, but you're not doing it. And therefore anyone else... Is, is 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 can do what you're doing or you're saying you should do and and it's all great to to, to come home and uh watch tv all night and uh get into the football or whatever it is and spend the evening on that but some, the best people go home and then start another job their side trick their 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 hobby that turns into a business um, they they the Jews American term the side hustle. These are the people that are going to achieve greatness because they fashion out time to actually do what they are saying that they should do. Is it a podcast? Is it a side business? Is it working to make something? Be a producer, uh, not a consumer. God, just if I can, if, another piece of advice to go with planning is just get out there and do something. Do something, because there's so many people at talk shops. So I, I just, if you've got a great idea, and but you're too lazy to do anything about it, you just want to watch the football in the evening. Well, you didn't have that idea. Someone else is going to come up with that idea and do it and do it better. If you want to be able to be to do something great, then actually just do it. I'm fed up with people not having these great ideas and never actually getting out and doing it. So, okay. So that's my first part of this podcast. Um, the next part is a slight different. So it's how to achieve your goals and be great. You need to be able to leverage, uh, the, the money making system that we're in to so capitalism. Um, now what I would say is, these are the things that will help you uh, achieve your goals, which are a little bit more generalized. They're not so much in the planning stage and the, and the execution stage. They're things that will help you to be able to get a better system in place. So when you're going to execute, you've got these all around you, which mean that you're able to, 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 to be successful. So the first thing I would say is, you need to be able to uh, think about technology. Uh, 
and read about technology and read about future trends and study the future trends because it's incredibly important to know what's coming up next. So if you're an investor, you, you it would be critically, critically important that you understand what the next big thing is going to be. Now, obviously, guesswork is not the answer. You can't just take a punt on something where you can, but you're invariably going to lose money on it. It's worth doing some research. You need to be able to embrace the technology, whether that's your iPhone or your laptop or your, your whatever phone you've got or, or your iPad, whatever that technology is, your Amazon Echo, whatever it is, to leverage the technology, to use these things. Gary Vee has talked a long, a long, long, long time about the iPhone and the Android phone being the killer product which changes people's lives. And I, I totally agree how easy it is to do absolutely everything on that phone. So I would say that you've got to embrace technology. You can't, if you're going to be successful, be hugely successful. You can't be just thinking, oh, I'll do, do a fax. It's too slow. Technology moves so fast these days. You need to be on top of these of, of these of this technology and understand the future trends in your market it might not even be in your market just reading at the moment i'm reading about 2018 future trends now obviously i'm more in technology than anything else and it's fascinating to think about ar and vr and bitcoin and uh, what well, uh, uh, blockchain and all these things that are which are going to change technology but it's also it's interesting to think about culture or hospitality or business or whatever it is it just gives you a bit more of a rounded view so i would say definitely think and read about future trends within your industry and in others uh one way of being able to <clears throat> to improve your system is something we talked about before is about solving meaningful problems so first of all you need to be able to be successful you need to solve a problem whether that's a business or that's uh, exploiting a, a market with a new market you've got to be able to solve a problem that should be your starting point for all of these sorts of sales and 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 marketing is what is the problem that is causing businesses to slow or not to go as fast as they can. It's probably a better way of describing it. So you've got people like Elon Musk, who wants to take everyone to Mars, colonise Mars. Now that is a big, meaningful problem, because it interacts with so many different things. Everyone about space travel, but also about um, uh, problems with... Uh, with the uh, with the environment and what would happen if the sea rises and things, so uh, I would say think as big as you can. And but some people do, do, are not are not Elon Musk. You have to appreciate that solving problems is more important than solving huge problems. So I would I would suggest going out there and being able to solve any problem that and that will exploit a market, a, an industry, and you'll be successful. So think about that. Um, to so always solve problems, and then the next thing is about super uh, is about specialization, super specialization. You need to be able to uh, once you found your problem, you're then able to 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 find that problem, resolve it, and but it, it it's being able to get that niche. Often things that make the 
best profitability are the things with the lowest uh, the smallest margins because what you're doing is you're taking something that is very niche and then selling it to them to the mass market because it, it, it catches people's attention and therefore that is hugely 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 exciting for people so I would say always try and, and specialize in things and then be able to exploit and scale after you've specialized so another thing which would be helpful is to uh, leverage your network so there are people that you've worked with people that you've through any number of jobs there's people that you've met and social events there's people you met at weddings there's people you met at uh network events they're all there and what you need to do is you need to think about your network and how to leverage them so it's critical that you think about people that you know and 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 see when there's people that you really connect with and you really feel there's something that you can ex- uh have a good relationship with then if they're in the right area it's 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 exciting to to meet those people and uh and so leading on to the next point is you need to surround yourselves with smart and wealthy people you need to be able to mix with a certain type of person who wants to either improve their 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 law uh get get better uh and and also want to be wealthy because some sometimes your school friends they might have been your school friends for a, a lot of years but they might not be the best for you because they don't have the same ambition that you do and you uh, you need to be able to understand that and appreciate that and also just you just need sometimes it, it, the worst people in your life might be the negative people, which might be family members, which is equally as tough. And you sometimes need to push them out of your immediate life because if they've been a negative influence on you, you're not going to be your best. You're not going to do the best. You're not going to achieve the best. So you need to make sure that those people are a little bit marginalized so that when you meet those people that are going to propel you forward they're going to make you think in a different way or make you think in a smarter way these are the people that are going to make the biggest impact so thinking about what um uh what tim ferris says is there are five people in your life that make the biggest impact on your life you need to make them the best people that you can so so those five people they need to be the best that they can to for you to achieve your uh achieve what you want to achieve so just think about that five people that make the biggest impact on your life are they may are they the best for you so you then have to think about changing and improving your value. So how do you add value? Do you add it by a podcast or do you add it by um, by a business or a product or a tool? Uh, and you need to increase the value. You need to be able to add value in all of these situations. So if you recognize what the problem is, now one of the next stages is you then know to add value to be able to be successful. So if you keep on adding value, you keep on, uh, you, you you over deliver um, than what you're what you say you're going to do. So it's crucial, crucial, crucial that you keep on thinking about adding value to your clients, to your podcast, whatever it is. Um, 
And so then thinking about the potential downsides. So you need to when you need to be mainly a positive person. Positive people are the best in business because although they've got to have a, a, a sort of negative or a pragmatic twist upon it, I probably say pragmatic than negative twist. Um, but most people, most of the most successful people are all positives, are half full of people rather than half empty. So I would say you need to go and just think about how you approach the mindset of, of how you approach these situations with the right mindset. So you've got to see the best. Now, this you've got to see the best in them, our potential. So, reading these future trends, you read them and you think, oh, actually, maybe I could, maybe I could do something with that. Maybe I could, I could make an impact with that. So, um, that's one way that you can do that because you see the potential in people, in things, in tools, in products, the trends. You're seeing them as opportunities rather than just saying, well, I know nothing about that. That won't be able to help me. I'm not going to be able to do anything with that. I'm going to stop thinking about that, which is a terribly negative way of approaching these situations. So always try and see the best in people, in things, with a realistic twist upon it. You've got to be realistic. You don't want to throw all your hard-earned cash into someone that you think's great, but something in your mind's actually telling you that they're not, uh, but you're like, oh, well, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, and if it's your hard-earned cash, you don't just give people the benefit of the doubt. You do research, you understand the market, you understand the person, you understand who they know, what they know, what's their credentials. But if you do all of that and they do they do stack up, then you think, well, actually, it's worth investing my money, my time, my effort, whatever it is, in that person, in that tool, in that product, in that service. And if you do, you're more likely to win. Because the people that aren't in the game won't win. It's only the people that are in the game will actually be successful. So get in the game, always see the positives, and, uh, and and only have a realistic uh, outlook. Um, so this, this is one that um, I'm sort of 50-50 on. So a lot of the entrepreneurs talk about get, get it done and get perfect later. Um, so I come from a more professional background, which is slightly different because you, you, you've got quality. And if you're dealing in quality, that's what your uh, brand and that's what your company um, is, is, is aiming for. So I, I, I get what entrepreneurs say, get things out there. For example, podcasts, for example, video content, which I'm doing on Twitter and on, on, on YouTube. Uh, that's very much get it out there, see what people think. If there's any feedback, great. So I would say that is a good way uh, to to get perfect later but if you're actually delivering a service to someone you don't want to deliver out crap you need to be able to get the best that you're capable of doing so sometimes there are things that you just go well actually i'm gonna delay it by a day and deliver what they want rather than delivering something substandard uh on time so there's a is a is a is a double-edged sword basically there's lots of things in life where you need to do it do it fast get it out there get feedback then um and then redo it even better but sometimes if you've got the quality a part of your your brand and part of your company and you know what is perfect or what is right then it's also terribly important to stop and take stock 
and and get that right before you start passing on to clients. It's a real judgment call whether uh, being 24 hours late will annoy the uh, the client or getting it right um, is the most important thing. So I would say it's a judgment call and it's probably on, maybe probably on the size of business, but depends if you're a small business who just deals in quality. So um, I, I would I would leave that to you. And I think only you really, you know what the right answer to that is. And then my final point is keep going, keep going, produce, 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 produce services, produce tools, produce businesses, produce scale, produce people. You need to just get out there and start producing. Stop being a consumer, a passive consumer who does nothing. You need to get out there and do things. Get out there and execute. Do it, do it, do it. It will make you a better person by doing it and keep on doing it. Something will come. Often something comes from nothing if you just keep on going at it. And when is the time to stop? Well, your time not to stop is probably when it's at its hardest because sometimes, often, the just before something hits or scales um, is when you're questioning whether it's going to work or not. Um, the, the other side of the story is if you've been doing something for five years and you've not really hit it, then uh, maybe you need to just take stock and think of something alternative or get something else in your life which which kind of supplements, whether it's financially or or mentally or spiritually, whatever it is. But just keep going. Patience, patience, patience. You will get there. You will get to where you want to be if you're patient and you keep on going. Okay then, guys, that's uh, that's my thoughts on how to achieve your goals. Um, I, I hope you found that interesting. Um, I'll just repeat my Twitter account. It's, it's M underscore J underscore Hayward, H-A-Y-W-A-R-D. And uh, I'm also on YouTube, so you could subscribe to my account. Um, a lot of the stuff that I'm producing at the moment is video content, which is just my thoughts um, and uh, on different subjects to do with business, technology, and um, and coaching. So I welcome your thoughts and comments and likes and whatever on that. So please do add uh, your views on that. It's most welcome. And so this is the end of number four. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. If you've got any questions or comments on this, then please do add them uh, when, when this is released. All right. Thanks a lot. News, laws, and regulations are changing by the day. We get it. It's hard to stay on top of it all. That's why ADP is here to guide you with up-to-the-minute compliance expertise to help you navigate these complex times so you can pay your people accurately and on time, regardless of changes in legislation. When you rely on us for payroll and HR, you're trusting us to help you take care of your people. It's what we've been doing for over 70 years, and that's not about to change. ADP, HR talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people.